What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. We're going to take you through the latest news and get the fantasy cops out and also read your emails and your Apple podcast questions. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Today mailbag. And Dan Schneier's here. So that means we get to hear his list, his top 10 list of the best TV dramas ever, which probably is just something like 2002 and beyond, based off his favorite comedies list, but you'd be surprised. Okay, the Sopranos was and before I took that. So much heat for that Big Daddy pick. I'm still taking heat for that Big Daddy pick, and I stand by that. Preposterous pick. pick. I stand by that pick. All right. Well, that's you shouldn't. I There's also at this point just pretty, should be obvious to you that you shouldn't, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> There's an Easter egg. If anyone notices, there might be an Easter egg in one of my picks. I may have just pointed to it. You'll see. And in what's coming in these top ten TV dramas? TV dramas. Okay, I don't know. That's. Maybe Veep or something like that. I don't know. Um, okay, we will. Uh, we'll get to that. Comedy happen. But yeah, so I don't know what I don't. Oh, West Wing. West Wing. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I'll give one more look to the camera. Uh, I don't know what it is. I am. I also may be the only idiot who leaves the tea bag in after after you steep it. Are you? You're supposed to take the tea bag out, aren't you? You're talking to someone who I've never had a. I've never had tea really. So you've never had a cup of tea in your life. I don't know. Not really. Not really, but not like, really. That's, that's a yes or no question. I, I've never all. made one. I've never made one. Put it that way. You've never made a cup of tea in your life, even when you're sick. No, and Dan is sick, as you can tell. Uh, no, I haven't. It's not my cup of tea. All right, let's let's talk fantasy football here. <laughs> and here's some news for you. Dallas Goddard is expected to play. And Rob Gronkowski is expected to play. But that is a Monday thing. And it's a little risky, I think, with Gronkowski because I'm just getting the sense that he might not have his his typical role, even though I don't really know what his typical role is. He hasn't played in a while. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, do you think that it's an easy start on Sunday if we don't know for sure about Gronk to start Gronk? I think, as Chris Towers did a good job of breaking down this week, for, for one quick week last week, he was like, maybe tight ends aren't so bad. And then it's like, nope, nope, we're right back to where we've always been at this position. And, you know, unless you have, like, one of the – if you have a team that's loaded at tight end and you have a better starter than Gronk or someone who came into the season better and who's producing better, that's fine. But if you're in the situation of, you know, you're trotting out there, like you're looking at the wire for when's Logan Thomas coming back on fire, you're one of those teams, you should play Gronk because it's a good matchup against the Giants and – 
he the Giants tend to give up points to tight end. So I, I would think that this is an okay spot for you to take the risk on Gronk. Yeah, I think a Gronk versus Dan Arnold, that would be tough right. and, and Conklin and all that. But uh, if you get if you have Dan Arnold, it's a little different. Yeah, what about if you have Hawkinson? It looks like Tim Boyle is going to start for Detroit. Yeah, we talked a little bit about Hawkinson last night on FFT and five. That I'll take a small victory lap for that one, Adam. But just kidding. <laughs> all jokes, all jokes aside. Um, yeah, I'd still roll out Hawkinson. I mean, this tight, the state of the tight end position is just ugly. Yeah, I mean, Hawkinson is is he's not quite as bad as let's say like Big Daddy. You know, he's definitely a top ten tight end, but. The yeah. difference is you had to use a fourth or fifth round pick to get Hawkinson. You could just watch uh, Big Daddy for free. <laughs> I like Big Daddy, but <laughs> definitely Ted Comedy is I prefer. Uh, what else we got? Cam Newton. So Cam Newton is going to start, but apparently PJ Walker is going to have some type of role in this game. Is that scary off of Cam? It definitely scares me off of Cam. I'm not huge on Cam to begin with. I like the way that Washington's defense has played as of late. It seems like they might be finally coming together after um, kind of regrouping there. Played a great game last week. So I, I, Cam is not on my short list for this week at qu- in one quarterback leagues. Baker Mayfield will start. Eli Mitchell is going to be a game-time decision. Curtis yep. Samuel was practicing, by the way. I don't know how excited anybody is about that, but Curtis Samuel was practicing. Kyler Murray, game-time decision. And DeAndre Hopkins is out. All right. Sunday, it's week 11 of the NFL on CBS. There are plenty of games with playoff implications, including Lamar Jackson leading the Ravens against the Bears and the Bengals battling the Raiders. We'll get you ready for all of the day's action at noon Eastern with JB and the guys on the NFL today. And that is all this Sunday on CBS. Boy, it seems like you add one wild card and so many games have playoff implications, right? I mean, there's some terrible teams that are still in the mix, specifically in Especially the Especially in the NFC. Yeah. The NFC is just is gross right now in that seventh wild card spot. Yeah. And it's so different because I think the NFC has juggernauts. I'm not sure how I feel about Arizona, but no, but, but green Bay, you can feel good about Tampa. You can feel good about Dallas. I have to say Dallas. You can feel really good about unfortunately. The Rams are, I think the Rams, maybe not without woods. I don't know, but and they're playing, they've lost two in a row, and so have the Bucks for that matter. But I feel like the top four or five teams in the NFC are better as a whole than the AFC. It was, I would 100% agree yeah, with that right. statement. So who's, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Right now, my pick would be Green Bay if I had to pick right now. You do. So yeah, I'm going Green Bay then. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going Kansas City, by the way, out of the AFC. I know it's weird given how how they've looked this season. I I can't trust Josh Allen right now in that Bills team. That they, their defense is amazing, but I feel like there is a little book right now out on Allen, and we'll see what happens with that. But you just go into that cover two shell. Well, you know. can't you say that about the Chiefs too? You could say that about the Chiefs, but they found a way around it last week. And the, and the, the Bills didn't against the Jets. Yes, the worst pass defense by far in the NFL. Sure. I, I'm not too worried about it. And they have a much better defense than the Chiefs. And they beat the That's Chiefs. True. And the Chiefs are going to have to go to Buffalo this time. So. Yep, we'll see. Okay, now look, they are the Chiefs. They do have they do have at least one good player. All right, let's get to your Apple <laughs> podcast questions here. Thank you so much for these submissions. Thank you for the reviews you've been leaving. This is from Grant. Dear Simeon Flacco, Lock and Bridgewater. Simeon Flacco. Come on. What do they have at all in Broncos? Oh, uh, just all Broncos. Okay, sure. Yeah. And they're right handed. I love the show. 
Well, I thought I heard Lockett. My bad. Go on. Oh, Lock, Lock, yeah. I'm that's gonna. What, that's what. Okay, sure. I'm in a ten-team PPR league. <laughs> Grade the trade. Rest of season. I give Nick Chubb and Travis Kelsey. I get Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts. Give up Chubb and Kelsey for Najee and Pitts in a full PPR league. Full PPR, it's a little more intriguing because the Najee is there's an upgrade there with Najee, but I still wouldn't do it. Um, Travis Kelsey, once again, trending toward tight end one. Never a doubt in my mind. Even the weeks where that offense was slow down, he was still producing for the most part. He had one bad week. I, I just wouldn't move Travis Kelsey. I still find him to be a cheat code. I give this trade a D minus. Do not like it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant the, the grade I'll give is a D. All right. From Elsonian. Hey, fantasy cops. Oh, I guess I could, I could play the music, I suppose. Yeah, what the? Music's well, the best part. this isn't a fit. All right, fine. Hey, fantasy cops. I'm a 12 team. I'm in a 12 team league. I'm the commissioner. Oh, no, no. All right, wait. Hey, fantasy cops. I'm in a 12 team league with commish veto only. I know you guys are anti-veto, but look at the trades the commissioner has made. Obviously, I will not return next season, even though currently I'm in first place. I want to hear your oh. prof- your professional points of views on these trades. He gets Lamar Jackson for Robert Woods and Leonard Fournette in the preseason. So he gave up Woods and Fournette for Lamar Jackson. Week two, he gives up Swift for Metcalf. Week four, he gives up Galladay for A.J. Brown. Week six, he gives up Mixon, Kirk, and the Titans DST for Derrick Henry. Week 11, he gives up A.J. Brown for Dalvin Cook. No, no, A.J. Brown and J.D. McKissick, and he gets Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I'm sorry. You should stay in the league because these trades are fine. (laughs) Well, the trades were fine until about week six. Everything was good until about week six when things went off the rails. When, first of all, somebody traded Derrick Henry, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever and would definitely spark some concern in my mind if anyone's trading Derrick Henry, especially when the return is Joe Mixon and a throwaway. Joe Mixon, and then that whole, like, all right. Sorry, go ahead. No, Joe Mixon, Christian Kirk, and Titans DST. Is it a good trade? No. Is it a is it a walk away from the league trade? No. It's it's starting to concern me. I mean, Derrick Henry shouldn't be moved at any point unless it's for like the second best player in fantasy at that point. He was by far and away the best player in fantasy, showing no signs of slowing down. Christian Kirk and a defense doesn't move the needle. And then the weirder thing is AJ Brown sell low, and then you get Dalvin Cook. Like I understand Dalvin Cook's a bit of a buy low at that point, but I don't know about that. I mean, none of these are are, are like th- walk away from the league type trades. No. Even cheat, it doesn't seem like. But the Derrick Henry trade is a weird one. I, I would never understand that one. Yeah, I don't have... I, I, I mean, I would not trade Derrick Henry for Mixon, Christian Kirk, and the Titans, but I don't have a problem with these trades. I think they're mostly one. I, I mean, I think giving up... What did he do? He gave up Met... He gave up Swift for Metcalf. He lost that. So... Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he gave up. And the first trade is just like a one QB league. It's not that bad to trade two quality starters for Lamar. Yeah, no, I think he got, he didn't know Fournette was going to be, that was preseason trade. He had no idea Fournette was going to be what he became. But that's also the point. That's why we don't like to veto trades unless they're so obvious. All right, so I'm going to say just relax, win the league, go back, win it again. This is from Big Red. Yeah, there you go. And you should trade with this person who's trading away Derrick Henry, by the way. Yeah, well, not right now. But because, just in general, look to him for trade. <laughs> yeah. All right. In a 14 team PPR league from Big Red, 
I'm currently in third, and I'm six and four. I need to choose three out of four in PPR. McCaffrey, Kamara, Najee, and A.J. Dillon. So obviously if Kamara doesn't play, you sit him. But if he does play, who are you sitting? McCaffrey, Kamara, Najee Harris, A.J. Dillon. Well, first of all, what a position to be in. Kudos to you. I don't know how you're – I guess I know how your six and four McCaffrey got hurt. But I'm actually sitting Kamara in this spot, even if he plays. Uh, I'm curious if you're different on that, Adam. Even a fully healthy Kamara I'd be sitting here. Yeah, it's obviously I'd start him in almost all circumstances, but McCaffrey, Najee Harris, A.J. Dillon I'd have over him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this is from 111000. Dear Walker, Young, and Stroud. Walker, Young, and Stroud. These are apparently Heisman Trophy candidates. Okay. Sure. Is Walker the Michigan State running back? Because this guy is so good. He, We're going to be talking about him for a while. Let's see. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. Holy cow. Yeah. He is so good. Oh, a Bryce Young out of Alabama. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and C.J. Stroud. Okay, uh, right. Ohio State, C.J. Stroud. I knew, You know, I should have gotten that. Um, here's I'm, I'm way off my draft stuff right now, so talk the, to me. In, <laughs> I don't know what March. year. I don't know what year Kenneth Walker is. I'm gonna look it up now. He is just freaking yeah. phenomenal, and I love Alabama's running back too. He's a beast. I was looking at maybe upgrading a quarterback. I have okay. Jalen Hurts. It's a redraft league. I'm looking at Mahomes or Allen. They, the managers of the Mahomes and Allen teams, need running back and wide receiver. Would you trade? Michael Carter and Jalen Hurts for Mahomes or Allen? I mean, it really depends on your running back situation, how many you need to start in this league and where you're at from a depth standpoint. I'd kind of have to know that. But I don't know if I necessarily see Josh Allen as an upgrade to Jalen Hurts in fantasy the rest of the season. It's crazy to say, but if you kind of look at it and peel this back a little bit, um, I'm not so sure that right now he's an upgrade. Mahomes, I think, could be an upgrade for the rest of the season if they build on what they showed. But the Raiders are one of the worst defenses, I think, moving forward. So I'm not so sure even there. So I, I wouldn't do it personally. I don't. I, I do think that Allen is a pretty big upgrade over Jalen Hurts. I tried to get Josh Allen from you last week in a 2QB league. Yeah, and you we, offered a horrific trade, I think it was. I don't think so. It was, it was like it Wentz was two, two middling players for Josh Allen, wasn't it? It was two players for it. Yeah, it was Wentz and Wentz. Uh, who was it? It was Wentz and Javante Williams, I think. Okay, I did kind of like that. I offered you a counter though, and I think you just you just said that was too much. It was. It's it funny was a- because you offered me. You came back. I offered you Wentz and Javante for Allen. You offered me that same trade. Allen, but mm-hmm. you threw in Emmanuel Sanders on your side, and you asked right. for Robert Woods back on my side, and then Robert Woods, Robert Woods tore his yeah. ACL like two days later after I rejected the trade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, by the way, he is a junior, so I hope we will be talking about him out. next year in fantasy. From Crosby, uh, actually, this is Mo in Canada. Keeper peeper keeper <laughs> keeper PPR league. Nice. I, I get AJ Brown. And Melvin Gordon. Okay. I already have Javante Williams. I give Brandon Cooks and Miles Sanders. Did I do my brother-in-law dirty? Oh, yeah, you did. You definitely did. I mean, Melvin's going to be on a different team, so you can just knock him out. But, I mean, Miles Sanders, the va- his value is tanking big time. I mean, he is under contract cheap, so he'll be there next year. But I don't trust him there at all. 
And Brandon Cooks, on the other hand, like maybe he gets freed from the Texans this offseason, but and he could have some value, but I still think you got the better end of the deal. Well, what about just this year? Who do you like better, Brown and Melvin Gordon or Cooks and Sanders? Oh, I still like Brown and Melvin Gordon. I think Brown has by far the highest ceiling. He could by far and away give you the best chance of winning the fantasy playoffs. Dude, we got to talk about this again on the air. You got to lower my volume on your speakers. Oh, man, this is me. Yeah, yeah, it's you. You're the echo. What happened to headphones? Why don't you wear headphones? I do have headphones, but they have not been working well on this computer. This computer has had a lot of issues lately. And we're finally getting a new one from CBS that will be fixing these problems and hopefully accepting Bluetooth. Oh, okay, that's good. All right, this is from the Loot Locker. Should we be willing to put more fab into a player based on how late in the season it is? Or is it based on how big your league is? So this he wrote a few days ago. I'm seriously considering putting all my remaining fab on Gallman. Oh, no. I really hope you didn't do that. Because it's week 10, and he might be the last possible starter I can pick up this year at running back from week 11 on. I, I get the concept of, okay, it's late in the year. Here's a possible starting running back, whether you thought Gallman was that or not. You obviously did. And then you spend all your fab. But that's not how I see it. How do you see it? What's your fab strad? Strash. I would not do that as well. And, and by the way, it's not like it's there's never these late season pickups. We've had some examples of week 13, week 14 with league winners. Always. Um, yep. So I, I, I don't think you should be panicking just yet in doing that. Yeah, actually, I think that if you go into the playoffs with a lot of fab, you have a huge advantage because you're yeah. only competing against a few teams instead of your entire league for players on waivers, players that you can bid on. And if you have twice as much money, you might be able to get all of the good free agents, basically, and just play keep away. So I would not use it on a guy like Wayne Gallman. It's got to be someone that could really make a difference. This is from Corey. Give Alvin Kamara, Adrian Peterson, and Chase Edmonds. Kamara, Peterson, and Edmonds. Get James Robinson and Eli Mitchell. Half people. Kamara, Peterson. You're probably not going to like to hear this, Adam, but I actually like this decision. I, do and I too. like this move. I'm really too. low on Kamara the rest of season. Oh, come on. Why? Yeah. For a lot of reasons. I think he's going to be hurt playing hurt the rest of the year. I think it's a low ceiling offense with Trevor Simeon. But he's been so and good. And even if Taysom Hill goes in there, it's still low ceiling for Kamara because he's not getting the targets he needs. And we saw that last season. There's but, really not much of a path for me to get excited about Kamara the rest of the year. No, the path is very simple. Kamara's been, a, I think, top six per game, something like that. And last week, Mark Ingram had no problem. He caught five passes, four or five passes, and he scored a touchdown. He had a good game with Trevor Simeon. Simeon hasn't really been that bad. He'll probably, he might get a little worse. But he's he's Kamara. He's, gonna be, he's awesome, and he's going to be getting a lot of touches. I don't think he's going to be That's assuming spinning. he's fully healthy, and that's assuming that they don't give Mark Ingram a role now, now that he's shown he can carve one out, and they re-signed him through next season. Okay. All right. From Chaz. Dear Leonard, Howard, and Penny. Penny Hardaway? It's no. the only Penny I know. Leonard, Howard, like, what's with you? It's the Big Bang Theory, man. The CBS show. Oh, I... What a bad... Uh, well, CBS, so <laughs> I will reserve my reservations about that show. That show is awesome. Show, but. It doesn't matter. You can crap out all you want because that, that show is awesome. I, I just... 
I don't get you. That's that show. That show is not awesome. That just <laughs> tells a lot about your your sense of humor that you think that's funny. That show. You do, you probably don't like any shows that have laugh tracks. No, I love Seinfeld. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. Hot take, right there. Yeah, I mean, well, you're 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 a Big Bang Theory fan. Like that's really some. Who is one of the most popular there? One of the most popular shows ever. All right, grade the trade in a non PPR league. Give up Nick Chubb, Jalen Waddle, and TJ Hawkinson. Get Debo Samuel and Eli Mitchell. So it's Chubb, Waddle, and Hawkinson for Debo Samuel and Eli Mitchell. It's non PPR. Wow. That's a that's an interesting deal. I think it's the person wants to capitalize on buying low on Chubb. That's clear. Um, and I think there's some value in that, but I think I'd still take the the side that you're getting here because Debo Samuel, I think, still might be the best player overall in this deal. And so you're getting him and you're getting Hawkinson. I personally would take Chubb over Debo, especially in non-PPR. Rest of season? Yeah, in non-PPR I would. But okay. yeah, it's a it's a good trade. It's a fine trade. It's a fine trade. I because Waddle is not much in non-PPR. And is Hawkinson? Not really. He hasn't scored since week 2. So, yeah, I think it's okay. I can't really believe Dan how good Debo Samuel is. I had no idea that he was this good. Yeah, we saw flashes of it, but this is this is he's taking his game to a new level this year. Yeah, he's incredible. I saw he's leading the NFL in yards after catch. And that yeah. is that is a running back stat. You know, wide receivers yeah. don't I think I forgot where I saw it, but I think he'd be the first since Demarius Thomas, the first wide receiver to lead wow. the NFL in yards after catch. Incredible stuff. Also incredible is Lightstream. This is great. If you have some credit card debt, listen up. The holidays are approaching. You may be thinking about how you're going to save some extra money. Well, I've got a solution that maybe you haven't thought of. Consolidate your high-interest credit card balances to a lower rate and save with Lightstream. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans with rates starting at 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. 4.98%. That is much lower than the national average interest on credit cards of over 19% APR. Your fixed rate, it's it's your rate is fixed. So as the rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. No fees. You can get your money as soon as the day you apply. And Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. So you're already getting this great rate on Lightstream. You can get an even bigger interest rate discount. You can save even more. The only way to do this is to go to lightstream.com slash FFT. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash FFT. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash FFT for more information. Well, Dan likes the music, so let's get the music out. It is time for the Fantasy Cops. All right, here we go from Landis. Landis says, hey, Adam and Dan. In our league, we accidentally set the playoffs to start week 14, not realizing the season was longer this year and that some teams had buys that week in week 14. Someone asked if we should extend the regular season to avoid buys in the playoffs. The majority said yes, but the division leaders both said no and are very upset that we're considering it. 
while the Pittman and Taylor owners are saying they're unfairly punished. They have the week 13 buys. What should we do? Week 14 buys, sorry. What should we do? You should obviously extend it. <laughs> I mean, come on here. This one's pretty obvious. The two teams that affects don't want it only because it hurts them, but they know it's still fair to extend it. So, yeah. yeah. And the majority obviously agrees. Yeah, not only that. I mean, it's obvious what the intent was here. You, you are trying to start the fantasy playoffs basically the same week. You just didn't account for the extra week of the season. So this is an easy one, Landis. Extend that regular season one more week. And tell those division winners to, what is it? Pound sand. People say that a lot. Pound sand. Pound sand. No one's ever, people say that people a lot. People say it. It's an, old, it's an old thing. Yeah, you'll like this. Pound Big Bang Theory and Yali in our, in our chat says, Big Bang Theory and Friends are both overrated. Great call, Yali. Great call. No, it's a terrible call. Friends is one of the best shows. I watch Friends. That's kind of one of my... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to put something on. Are you throw- a 15 year old girl, Adam? No, I didn't mean to that, that. No, I'm a, I'm a 37 year old man who loves friends. And, you know, they're the only friends I have, Dan. So I appreciate you standing up <laughs> our business. Seinfeld for the win. I love yeah. friends. Good. This is great. See? Yeah. Look at this one from Ronald. He says, I love friends, but he also says, people say pound sand. They do. You're learning a lot today, this Dan. Guy, is this really just you typing <laughs> in on, on Ronald's account? It might as well be. He's a 39-year-old man that loves Friends, he says. Uh, Friends is so overrated. You're overrated, Chase. Thank okay, you, Chase. Without any further ado, let's get to Dan Schneier's top 10 TV dramas, and then we will read your emails. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Wait. we got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, 10 terrible picks from Dan Schneier. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Today. This is your Saturday mailbag. If you're watching on YouTube, it might be Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we've got your emails coming up. But right now, Dan Schneier is going to tell you his 10 favorite TV dramas. Go ahead. Do you want me to count it down 10 to 1, Adam? I think so, yes. Okay. So first, I'll give one more Easter egg as to what you might see. And really, Adam, if you don't know, if you can't pick what it is from seeing this, then you clearly have some of the worst taste in TV <laughs> that I've ever seen of anyone I've ever met. I think really. there was profanity on your cup, by the way. And I think that is no, ex- that's, that's a different word. It, it, it's I mean, we won't have to say it out loud. It's a different word. It's not spelled. It's spelled differently. But let's, let's get into the top 10 right now. And we'll start with tier three where I have the back end 
We'll start with the tenth overall pit, the tenth overall selection, and it's six feet under. This is an older show. Not many people know of it because it was on HBO before HBO was big. But this is an incredible Before show. Before HBO was big, yeah. you are so young. You don't even know. Like you don't even know what the Larry Sanders show is. I love the Larry Sanders show. Okay, good. Incredible show. It was Curb Before Curb. It it was it, Larry Sanders show was was great. Yeah, HBO was big a long time ago. You know, motels <laughs> okay. well, used to advertise you know, HBO dramas. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we're big on HBO. Then right. we're gonna go ninth overall. It's a surprising pick here. And by the way, the criteria for the top 10 dramas of all time are this. It has to be at least minimum three seasons, and it has to be over right now. It can't be still going on. I like that. Currently. All right. All right. I like so that. So number nine overall is The Twilight Zone, the original Twilight Zone. Some of the best writing in television history. An older show. It's black and white. But if you can get through that, and it's not, they, they run it back every single year. I think it's, believe it's New Year's, New Year's Day, New Year's Night. They'll run like the entire series through one of these channels you'll find on cable. Some of the best writing ever. Some of the most incredible twists you'll find in any television show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoy the uh, ride at Disney. Okay. The Tower of Terror. Number number eight. And this could have been one or two. If you had asked me in season six, it would have been one. It was such a pathetic <laughs> I know where you're going with this show. one. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones uh -huh. at number eight. Somehow dropping all the way to tier three for me after almost a guaranteed lock tier one it didn't seem like it was possible this was going to be anything but <laughs> excuse me one or two but re-watching those seventh and eighth seasons recently it just completely falls off mm -hmm. yeah i i didn't mind season eight so much season seven was terrible okay so we're going uh, season you know, seven they're both just how do you end it like that but six feet under twilight seven, zone final... game of thrones go ahead yep <laughs> final final one from tier three is the shield Incredible ending to the shield. I won't do any. Whoa, are you nodding your head on the shield? It's number one. Oh, you have it one. Number one. I think it's fair that I might be underrating it because the ending was so good. And I, I'll do a spoiler free version of these top 10 picks and just say the ending was amazing and perfect for the main character, who, in my opinion, got what he deserved in a different way than you would expect. But throughout the series, just an excellent show. The seasons with Forrest Whitaker are by far my favorite. And he was just an incredible addition to the show. Now we go on to tier two. Mad Men comes here at number so 10, 9, 8, 7, 6 overall. Mad Men, <laughs> not too much to say there. What are your thoughts on Mad Men? Never seen it, yeah. Never, never seen, seen it. Mad Men. <laughs> so, of these, did you saw Thrones or no? The only ones I've seen so far are Game of Thrones and The Shield. Wow, never seen Mad Men is incredible. And here comes another pick coming in at number what is this going to be 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5 overall. Incredible show, The Americans. Please tell me you've seen The Americans. Nope, never seen it. <laughs> oh my God, The Americans, such an incredible show, a newer show. Again, incredible ending there. Coming in at four, or I believe this is four overall, or five, this is five overall, Deadwood. Where am I at? Where am I at? This this backwards countdown has- Oh, Deadwood, yeah. Ne Deadwood, yeah, never seen it. Another one you've never seen, Deadwood. Correct. right. And then The Leftovers. Have you seen The Leftovers? Yeah, that's probably, that's top five for me, for sure. Easy. The Sopranos. What do we have? Only two left? Two left after The Sopranos. I've never seen The Sopranos. Okay. I've got Breaking nine Bad. on the list here. One, two, three, four, five. I think I, I, think I have ten, 11 on this list. By what, are you kidding me? Go ahead. Yes. Knock off six feet under. All right. Because we have to go to the number one. So we got Breaking Bad. This is mm -hmm. the final one of tier two. Okay. And then number, number one overall. going to be? As hinted. I, here's my take on this show. I think it is the single greatest piece 
of artwork in American history. I think that if everyone watched this entire series, they would be better human beings from it. And they'd be more empathetic and it would be a better world. Okay. And that show is The Wire. Oh, The Wire. Oh, yeah. The greatest TV show of all time. Yeah, it's far. just a boring version of The Shield, basically. No, actually, it's not. Yes, it's it is. Much more. It, it's, uh, I watched The Wire on a flight. I had a long flight. I watched five or six episodes and I hated it. I thought it was well, the most boring show. And then people said to me, well, you got to get you got to get through like a season and a half. Like, really? I have to give it that much time. But I, in all honesty, I really do want to give another shot because I'm sure it's great. And I, I will at some point get into it. Yeah. I think the problem with The Wire is you really need to get to episode seven of season one <laughs> because in episode. No, but it's not because they're bad. The first six episodes. That's what I want. I watch six. So many different characters at you and so many different storylines. It's hard to keep up with who's who, who's what. And it kind of just gets it seems. Boring could be the word used, but uh, maybe, you know, you might not be smart enough to keep up with all the different <laughs> characters that are being thrown at you and all the different storylines, Adam. I mean, this so seems like a, a pretty good list there. This seems like a pretty but good some, list. Some of our listeners might know what this reference is to Clay Davis. Yeah, this Senator is good. I, I, um, I don't know what my favorites are. I'll be, like Breaking Bad and The Shield. The Shield is one. Yep. Kingdom. I don't know if you ever saw Kingdom. It's an no. MMA show. It's awesome. It's uh, it's not quite as it's very fun and entertaining, but it's not quite as good as the other ones. So that's a top five for me. Leftovers would be ahead of so yeah, so that's four, and I you know unfortunately for me, I started a lot of great ones that I never finished. There's a show called Damages with Glenn Close and Rose okay. Byrne. That's a great one. Uh, Magic City, the first season of Magic City was amazing, but I think it only had two seasons, so it wouldn't qualify. Um, I really like Billions. I'm not, I'm not all caught up on Billions. I'm almost there. Shameless is actually really good. I have never seen, all, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen about 75% of it. Um, Would that be considered a comedy or a drama, Shameless? I've seen some a, of it and then I quit. It's a when drama. It just, it's heavy stuff, yeah. but, but. It's heavy. But funny. I yeah. felt like it was repeating itself toward the end, The story, some of the story. Uh, the last few seasons I think have been pretty bad, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's some good ones. This is a good list. Good job. Good job, okay. sir. Uh, nice. Game of Thrones to me. I made up for the big daddy extravaganza. Yeah, Game of Thrones is probably a little too low. You have it ninth, and I don't think that's quite fair. It's the most entertaining, most captivating show I've ever seen. So it's got to get. It's a cultural phenomenon. But to end it like that, it's just devastating. Ridiculous. All right, let's read your emails. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. This is from Thomas Gronkowski or Dalton Schultz. I'm going Gronkowski. There's been a lot of tr there's been a lot of trends recently that don't speak highly to what we're going to get from Schultz the rest of the season uh from Thomas I another one from a different Thomas I'm a huge McCaffrey fan and I feel like that's clouding my judgment here in full PPR I give up McCaffrey and Shepard I get Dalvin okay. Cook Deontay Johnson Chase Edmonds and Tyler Conklin no you'd rather have McCaffrey and Shepard I'd rather McCaffrey. He's right. I mean, he's right to be a big fan. McCaffrey's been by far and away the best fantasy player when healthy the past two years. Even this week, like before he get, he went out, he would look at his role. He's getting every single other manufacturing touches for him in the passing game week after week. That's not the case for Dalvin right now. It's not, but but Deontay Johnson is so much better than Sterling Shepard. 
I am. Uh, Sterling Shepard, if you look at him in the games he's been healthy, has been dating back to last season. I think Jacob he's Gibbs had a really nice pretty stat much on this, this never week, played blanking on it. Has been pretty productive. He's never played with Tony and and Galladay, Barkley, like all healthy at the same time. But if he True. still if he still did get that role of being basically about a hundred catch guy, then fine. Then keep the CMC side. McCaffrey is is probably three to five points better than Cook per game. Uh, this is from Vinny in an island that is long. Nice. Yeah, Long Island. But I think he's supposed to say on an island. That's yeah, he long, said from. I've, I've always he, said, are you, do you live from. in Long Island? They're like, no, no, no. I live on Long Island. <laughs> it's a big thing. They get really offended when you say live in Long Island versus on Long Island. All right, Vinny has a trade question. Grade the trade. Give up McLaurin and Eli Mitchell in full PPR. Get Chubb and Thielen. Done for yeah, me. I Do love it. it. Yeah, it's an A. It's a B plus. Canuck kid from Canada. Do I keep Dawson Knox or do I put in Pat Fryermuth and why? Ooh. Ah, uh, I think I like Fryermuth if, if Roth is definitely going to play. I think I'd go Knox if Roth is out. That's where I'm leaning. I don't remember how good the matchup is for Knox. I'm going to look it up. My little tight end matchups tend to not really. Well, sometimes. Yeah, they're not good against tight ends. I mean, look, Jeff Swaim touchdown, Ryan Griffin touchdown, Dan Arnold, 67 yards. That's pretty much what he always does. Mark Andrews, a, a massive <laughs> game. Gasicki, 57 yards and a touchdown. Everett, touchdown. Jordan Akins, 41 yards. I would say Colts are a pretty good matchup. But yeah, it probably doesn't matter for Knox. He gets four targets, five targets. All right, I'm with Dan. Fryermuth if it's Ben. Knox if it's Mason Rudolph. Back to your emails. Back to your emails. Where are they? Start one from Matt. Uh, no, I, I skipped. All right, I'll go back to Christopher. Remind me. Start one from Matt. Uh, PPR. Ingram, McLaurin, or Gaskin? Ooh. Ingram, McLaurin, or Gaskin. If Kamara doesn't play, I think I'm going to go with Ingram here. Which might sound a bit surprising. Where would you go? Would you go McLaurin? Yeah, I go. I go Ingram. I agree with you. Are you going? Yeah, if, and if he does, if Kamara does play, I'd go Gaskin. Okay, not trusting McLaurin. <sighs> not really. I think Stefan <laughs> Gilmore is going to cover him quite a bit. Yeah, and I just I'm tired of making excuses for guys who have had three good games, three great games. Right. You know, and he's not bad enough to sit. It's not like he gets you 20 yards, He'll get you four for 50, four for six, something like that. But I can I can get more from that this week from Gaskin. More from Gaskin this week than that. It's a better way to say it. Christopher has a super flex question. Cam Newton, Justin Fields, or Taylor Heineke? I don't like Heineke in this matchup. I don't really like Cam Newton like everybody else likes him. I don't trust Justin Fields, but I do think Justin Fields has shown a little bit of signs of putting up more points in recent weeks, whether it be two weeks ago with the running or two games ago with the running or last week with his arm. So I'll go Justin Fields. And half PBR, I need a flex. Antonio Gibson, Adrian Peterson, Brandon Ayuk, or Darnell Mooney? I'm going Gibson here. I like what I saw from, we talked about this a little bit less on FFT and five. I like what I saw from Gibson. I feel like they're 
they learned last week or they're starting to realize last week they need to get him more involved to have a better chance at moving the football. So we'll see. Okay, let's go to Ben from Somerset in England. Hi, Ryder, Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, and Sky. You know them? I've never been I've never been good with these. I, one day I'll get better. These are Giants linebackers. Oh man, that's No, nah, I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. Nice. This is Paw Patrol. You shouldn't know that. You have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm yelping for help in my 10-team PPR Superflex league. I need to start two running backs and a flex from this group. Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Eli Mitchell, Miles Sanders, Daryl Williams, Jeff Wilson. We need two. Chubb, Barkley, Eli Mitchell, Miles Sanders, Daryl Williams, Jeff Wilson. PPR. PPR. So I'm going to start with Barkley here. No. I don't know if you feel like that's a little bit too aggressive. No. It is. Yeah, it's too aggressive. <laughs> too aggressive? <laughs> no, that's fine. I would go Chubb over him. You'd go Chubb over Barkley in PPR? Yes, Absolutely. I don't think it's going to be a training wheels type situation for the Giants with Barkley. I think if he's good to go, he's good to go, and he'll be getting his normal workload. So Jamie made me give a stat line. I think you're getting okay. 14 carries for 52 yards. You need passing game production from him, and I think Which you should get. You should. You should get it. Yes, you should. I just look. It's a tough matchup, even without Vita Vea. He's not, he hasn't run the ball well this year. When do we, again, it's like the McLaurin things. Like, when do I just acknowledge the fact that Barkley has not been a good running, he's not been an effective running back. He's had tough matchups all year. He's got another one this year, this week. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. Chubb, Chubb against the Lions has 150 yard two touchdown potential. Well, I would go Chubb and Barkley. It's pick two, isn't it? All right. It is. Yeah. I mean, in full PPR, I'm fine with that. I think in half PPR, I'd probably go Eli Mitchell over Barkley. Okay. But, that's cool, but we can start a flex. So if we're going Chubb and Barkley, we got Mitchell, Miles Sanders, Daryl Williams, Jeff Wilson. So 49ers running back, Ayuk, Bateman, Waddle. Oh, Waddle's so it's Mitchell for me. Mm. I don't want to sit Waddle, but I agree. I'll go. Waddle. I'll go 49ers running back. All right. So it's Chubb, Barkley, 49ers running back. Um. And all right, yeah, I'm going to move on. From Sean has a dynasty trade question. 12 team PPR dynasty league. Give up Dak Prescott, Jerry Judy, and a 2022 first round pick that is guaranteed to be a top four pick. Okay. All right, giving up Dak, Judy, and a top four pick in 2022. You are getting Kyler Murray, Mark Andrews, Clyde Edwards Elair and a second round pick that will be in the top four. So you're going from Dak to Kyler. You're going yep. from Judy to Mark Andrews and Clyde Edwards-Elair, and you are dropping down a round in your picks, losing a first, getting a second. In Dynasty, I think this is pretty close because just because of the age difference with Dak and Kyler, if you trust Kyler to stay relevant in fantasy, which I personally do, and with his legs, he'll always be you know in that mix for the top quarterback spot. Um, I love Judy. I wouldn't want to move him, but you're getting a solid return there. I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire could at some point in these next two years, at least before that rookie contract is up, have a big role in a Patrick Mahomes offense. You're obviously losing a big, some big draft capital as well. It's close for me. I think, I think I would, I would take the swing though, just because the yeah. Kyler Dak. But also, I, sorry, the context here is that he's a top four team and his tight ends are Hunter Henry and Dawson Knox. So this is a play to get Mark Andrews. 
and right. win this year. So I think you go for it. From Dylan, last question of the day. I heard Heath and Jamie talking about trading Aaron Jones. I am three and seven. I need to win out for a chance at the playoffs. I have Aaron Jones. I traded him and Terry McLaurin for Eli Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, and Tyler Lockett. In a vacuum, I lose this, lose this trade, but considering all the circumstances, I feel like I did the right thing. Might be a good talking point. What do you? I, I I wouldn't do this trade, but I guess given the circumstances, he needs these wins now. Yeah, I think it you makes do some it. Sense. And the bigger thing for me is that if you're in this situation where you can, you're going to make the playoffs. You need to find the Aaron Jones manager and see what his or her record is. You know, you need to find the Alvin Kamara manager right. and see what his or her record is and see if you can pull this off. But I would, I think this is a good trade for both sides. And okay. thank you, everybody, for for being on here. See if I missed any news. Clyde edwards helaire reportedly had a good week of practice. Please go away. I really have a lot of Daryl Williams. <laughs> James Robinson is questionable. <laughs> Just go away for one more week. Aaron Rodgers is going to play. And Khalil Mack is out for the season. Oh, and Akeem Hicks is out. And Allen Robinson is doubtful. Wow. All right, Darnell Mooney, SZN. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for taking part in the TV discussion. Dan, um, I really would love to rip your part, but you did a great job today. Good job. Had a good list. Finally, I made up for the Big Daddy disaster. Yeah, no, well, no, you didn't, but but uh, <laughs> you tried. For Dan Schneier, I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you on Sunday morning with a quick five-minute recap of the big news to help you get your lineup set. And we'll see you on YouTube at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.